Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Money Talk. I'm Neil Chrysal and Diane Duvernay, your hosts every week right here on AM 1290, FM 96.9, and streaming at AM 1290 KZSB. We repeat it at 11 and on Saturdays at 6. We're brought to you by Cornerstone Home Lending, whose highly trained and experienced team takes great pride in helping people with home financing, offering competitive rates at a wide array of loan programs. American Riviera Bank, smart banking for smart people in Santa Barbara, at Figueroa and Anacapa Streets, and Montecito's Upper Village. At Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm in Santa Barbara, providing its clients with personal care and attention of a small independent firm, coupled with the vast resources of a major financial institution. So hi, Neil. How are you today? I am very good. Uh, I'm just afraid I'm going to get COVID because I'm on my way to Paris on Thursday. Yes, well, you're, we're all grateful then that we're doing this via Zoom because, unfortunately, I have fallen to the COVID victim. Um, and you are brave enough to go on the air with COVID and it just shows you the show must go on. The show business, the show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sounding a little deep and throaty. Yeah. So, anywho, enough about me, but we are thrilled to have with us Christy Candler with us, who's the owner and founder of Soundbody. Christy, thanks for being here with us today. Thanks so much for having me. And do we have any articles, Neil? Uh, no. <laughs> no, we're just going to chat for the whole, whole <laughs> no, segment. No, we do. Actually, actually, we do. And the first one is, is, I think, really interesting because it talks about the uh, difference between some economists and actually some people who actually work for a living. Uh and the article begins by saying, and they have an example of uh, the CEO of a, of a medium-sized company in the Midwest that um, is having its best year in its 76-year history. And um, he says that there's so much pent-up demand, uh, and our suppliers and customers say the same thing. We're up 40% over last year, and we're still, still climbing. Uh, this view is in contrast with people like uh, Jamie Dimon, um, and uh, who's chief executive of J.P. Morgan, and uh, Larry Summers, uh, who also, who, who, among other economists, is saying we're headed towards uh, a recession. And what you know, the the at least the, uh, the the empirical evidence that we've seen from a lot of companies is that they see a good uh, a good road ahead. And so what we have here is uh, economic. Uh, uh, scholarship looking at you know macroeconomics and saying things should, as interest rates continue to rise, uh, slow the economy down, and yet we have people who are in uh, actual uh, business mode feel that things uh, aren't getting worse. And a lot of the statistics we see the last two days show uh, that employment's still strong. The only thing that's a little weak is uh, wage growth, but other than that, despite the increases in interest rates, the economy seems to be rolling along. Well, I think it's important to remember that the stock market is a forecasting tool. So it's a predictive tool. So it's predicting six to nine months out, which if you notice with Jamie Dimon in particular had his big, you know, this is this is a hurricane. And then the next day he came out in six to nine months. Um, because the reality is, is we've never had a recession when unemployment's been more basically at full employment. If you want a job, there, there are, I think for every one person looking for a job, there are five openings today. 
Uh, the next article, and we've talked about this before, but it's back in the press, and that is how pension funds are uh, very dependent upon stock market returns. And the reason everyone should care is that, in particularly in the uh, retirement funds of municipalities, uh, when you have a decline in the stock market, it has to be made up somewhere, and it gets made up actuarially, which means it has to be able to forecast uh, the ability to pay uh, workers when they retire. Uh, right now, the uh, this article says that uh, we've had so far this year a $4.5 trillion uh, savings uh, in retirement savings that um, have uh, had a minus 4% return. And that is a big number, and it's going to result in, if the market doesn't come back up, uh, a need for either tax increases or cutbacks in uh, pension benefits to uh, to uh, employees. I think what the real issue is with these pension plans is that bonds have dropped even further or in, in tandem with stocks. And so when you have um, a retiree close to retirement and they have a or in retirement and they have a bigger bond portion, these managers are expecting that bond portion to actually you know, provide some safety. And bonds in general have not done that through this, this market volatility of 2022. Yeah, that's a very good point. But the interesting thing about that is, is that uh, if interest rates stay up, while they'll be hurt today, uh, their reinvestment rate will be will benefit from the higher rates. So long term, it's long term, it's a good thing. Oh, long term, um, yeah, for sure. To so get back percent bond would be fabulous. Yeah. So the next article is uh, something I wasn't aware of, and that is um, when you have a um, uh, a money market fund that has to at least from their advertising and from their need to show the public, they can always have a dollar worth of value so that you're not being subject as an investor or as a depositor in a money market money market fund. Uh, you're not taking any risk. Uh, what, what's happened in the last 18 months is some of the money market managers, because they were in fact below a dollar, uh, stopped taking their management fees. Uh, in order to continue to have the return necessary for them to break even. And what's happening now is uh, there are uh, money market funds that are now trying to recoup that management fee. And so what we're seeing is uh, money market yields are not increasing at the same rate as interest rates because uh, you've got uh, companies that are either putting back the original fee and or putting that original fee back and making up for the the, the fees that they deferred. I, I hadn't realized that. Uh, um, it, seems, it seems like their prospectus would prohibit them from taking back fees, frankly, most prospectuses I've read. read. However, it doesn't surprise me that they perhaps have something, but I can definitely see them putting their management fees back in. Well, here's one. Well, for example, um, uh, one of the ones that are that are taking it back is Dreyfus, which is one of the very first funds in the country back back in the fifties. So uh, even Dreyfus fund is 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 um, uh, taking back, and and there's some talk here about Bank of New York Mellon Corp as well. Um, uh, the next article has to do with um, uh, uh, what, and I guess it's really sort of uh, expected that. 
everyone's always going to be wrong all the time. But there was a survey just taken by Bank of America Global Research, where they um, interviewed 300 professional investors. And they found that um, as a percentage of their total um, uh, portfolio, in March, they increased their US stock holdings by 27%. So first of all, they were wrong about what they were doing. But the second thing is, when asked what their time horizon was, 42% of them said their investment horizon is now three months, um, which is wow. really incredible. That is, that is incredible. Know, yeah, that, I mean, first of all, it, 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 it's nutty. But second of all, that's not the way to invest money. When you're uh, uh, looking at a time horizon of three months, it's almost impossible. Well, it is impossible to be able to call the market. So here you have an inter- you know, a, a global survey. Almost half of investors are uh, looking to uh, have uh, uh, a uh, three-month horizon, which means they're pretty sure about what their bets are. And um, the, uh, uh, the, the this is probably a reason why so many people are investing in index funds, because they don't want to put up with that sort of crazy optimism. Uh, next article is about ETNs, which I didn't even know existed. But we know we talk about ex- exchange-traded funds. There's a, there's a thing called exchange-traded notes, and sometimes people get confused, and when their broker calls them, they buy a ETN as opposed to an uh, 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 ETF. And what it is is a basically it's a uh, a way through an index fund to buy derivatives, and the derivatives can be on anything from uh, commodities to uh, to um, uh, uh, currency and What's happened is some people have really gotten burnt because they didn't realize that these are, first of all, there's zero coupon, so you're not getting any interest on it. And second of all, they're highly leveraged and therefore um, you're not getting the same uh, participation in the normal stock market. You're getting a really uh, hopped up version. And so just in case you get a call someone saying you should check out the ETNs as opposed to ETF, be very careful. These are really structured notes. And um, like any derivative that bets on anything like commodities, it's, it's full of risk. Uh, you're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and 96.9 FM, and we'll be right back. For prospective homebuyers, one of the most important steps of the loan process is getting clear and honest information from someone who will speak plainly and truthfully about loan programs and options. I'm Kelly Marsh, Vice President, California, of Cornerstone Home Lending, where our highly skilled and experienced team takes great pride in helping clients obtain home financing with honest, knowledgeable, fast, friendly, and efficient service. As a Santa Barbara native who has spent the past 20 years in the mortgage industry and has closed over 4,000 loans, I'd appreciate the opportunity to earn your business and invite you to visit the Kelly Marsh team.com or call my office at 805-563-1100 to learn more about how Cornerstone Home Lending can help you determine the best way to manage mortgage debt to achieve a more stable financial future. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. California Residential Mortgage Lending Act license number 41DB072220. California Financial Lending Law license number 60DB072528. Loan originator NMLS number 245822. Not a commitment to loan. Equal housing opportunity. 
The Storyteller Children's Center is a therapeutic preschool that provides high-quality early childhood education for homeless and at-risk children in Santa Barbara County. Here's Susan Cass. So Storyteller Children's Center is a therapeutic preschool program that really focuses on largely the social and emotional needs. And then in addition to that, we're looking at the entire family unit and what their needs are. So what we're trying to do at Storyteller is not just look at the child and their academic needs, but looking at the whole child and the whole family. And then we also provide the children at no cost to their families a healthy breakfast, lunch, and snack every single day. The best way to reach us for information is on our website. You know, it's available in English and Spanish. And there is enrollment information and application information, as well as ways to give. That's StorytellerCenter.org. To learn more about the Storyteller Children's Center, go to StorytellerCenter.org. That's StorytellerCenter.org. Or call 805-682-9585. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Cornerstone Home Lending. Since 1988, a mortgage banker and direct lender that believes in providing in-depth loan consulting to its customers in a personalized and honest manner. And we can be reached at 805-564-1290, or you could email us at moneytalk1290 at gmail.com. If you're just joining us, you're in for a real treat. We have Christy Candler, owner and founder of Sound Body with us. So Christy, again, thanks so much for being here with us. Thanks for having me, Diane. And it's always fun when we get to interview a Santa Barbara native, because as we all know, Neil and myself are not from um, Santa Barbara. So, you know, it just begs the question of Christy, how did you get from, you know, little Santa Barbara to the big stage on Broadway? Um, Was that always a dream of yours or, you know, because you you were starring Wicked in Chicago. It's not like you had some small some small performances. So tell us a little bit about that journey and how you got yourself from Santa Barbara to New York. Yeah, sure. Great question. I mean, I was lucky enough to grow up in Santa Barbara. It was a small little tiny beach town. No one had heard of it. And I had the good fortune to study with some great dance teachers here. Uh, ballet schools and I just took to it and it was very natural and easy and loved it to gymnastics dance then I went away to performing arts high school called Idlewild School of Music and the Arts a preparatory school where I became fluent in French and amongst other things and I was being groomed to be a ballerina so then I went off to dance camps for you know school of ballet American Ballet SAB Joffrey these prestigious schools and really trained uh, then went to college at Loyola Marymount University, got my degree in theater and dance, and just knew that this was the dream. I actually performed in Santa Barbara with a musical called Peace Child, which Kenny Loggins actually saw me, another Santa Barbara native, who he saw me and it said, oh, you're going to be a star one day. So that was kind of like the little seed that planted at you know 12 years old. Uh, and then ventured off after college, got a cruise ship job, dancing and performing on Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, and just knew that the dream of mine was there to get to New York, to get on Broadway. And I feel like, even though this isn't money related, uh, just to have the goal, to know what that goal is, to work towards that goal relentlessly with determination, hard work pays off eventually, right? You know, especially in New York, if you can't make it there, you can't make it anywhere. So I was really determined after Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines to get to New York and just pound the pavement, which literally and figuratively I did and did everything I could and met the right people. And, you know, it's that weird combination of, I'm, I'm without being boastful, some talent, a lot of training, some luck, being in the right place at the right time, perseverance, 
uh, grit, all that fun stuff. And that relentless focus on the goal. So I finally auditioned for a sh uh, industrial, which is a commercial in the show business world, they call it. Before it goes to a commercial, they go through like a live industrial thing. And the choreographer said, uh, you didn't get it, but come back and audition for this show. <laughs> okay. So I did. They go, great. We love you. We have a Broadway version of the show and we have a European tour of the show. We're going to give you the European tour. And I said, nope. No, thank you. So I turned down my first Broadway show, turned down my first offer, the nerve, right? But I knew what my goal was. So I stuck to my guns and uh, waited. And a month later, I got the call. You got you, your first Broadway show. You, 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 someone left the show that I fit her costumes and I got to slot in. So it's <laughs> weird how that kind of stuff works. Yes, it's talent, but it's also a numbers game. And that's part of showbiz too. Just knowing it's a little bit of like, well, you know, there's, Broadway is the top 10% of making it really. And there's a million people who want your job. So the odds are not in your favor, but you know, again, hard work. So got my first Broadway show, which was Aida. And that same choreographer then uh, asked me to privately audition for a show called Wicked, little tiny show called Wicked. And uh, that was really grueling as well. Went to San Francisco, came back, opened it in New York. I was in the ensemble for three years. I played the witch's mother, the, the lady who gives birth to the green baby every night. And then from there, I worked my way up as the understudy and then finally took over the role as Nessa Rose, the girl in the wheelchair who turns the Tin Man into Tin every night, plays the sister to the Wicked Witch of the East. So I was the Wicked Witch of the East, West. Wow, um, my directions are getting confused. It's a while ago. I did that show though for nine years off and on. So that's a very long time to do a show. But to go back to your money point, it's like I love money. I love structure. I love stability. And in a business of show, show business, which is very unstable and very inconsistent, and you might be working and then show a close. I really like doing a blockbuster show and Jerry Orbeck said, never leave a hit. So I just stayed in that show. I loved doing it. It was such a highlight of my life. Great, great, great team, cast, crew, everybody. And uh, just had a blast doing that show, nine years. And then after that, I did Chicago. Uh, and then after Chicago, I was the dance captain of Rock of Ages. And then at that point, the body starts to go, okay, wait a minute, eight times a week over and over and over again, chronically takes its toll. And I had a back injury that left me not able to get out of bed. So long answer to your short question and we can go on and on. You can stop so, at so, point. So, you know, to that point, um, when I lived in New York, um, I ran around the reservoir every morning and uh, a lot of the runners were ballet dancers. And I chatted them up a couple of times and they were very fast and they were saying it, you know, you, it, it's all kinds of athletics they have to do. It's not just, you know, flitting around the stage. They were serious athletes to, to keep in shape. It is incredibly athletic. I would say it's like the Olympics. You have to be in such incredible shape endurance wise, stamina wise. You have to take care of your body. We get one day off and that's recovery. You're doing eight shows a week. Plus you're auditioning for other shows on top of that running around the city. Plus you're in heels if you're a lady usually, or if you're Lakaja full and you're playing a lady as a man, but that's a four inch heel, all different shoes you're putting on. And then in Wicked, we had a raked stage which means it goes downhill so of course it takes a toll on the back and everything starts to hurt 
And like an athlete, you go, okay, this has an expiration point. And at some point, my I'm going to get invoiced for this. <laughs> <laughs> the body will let you know at some point. So that's so what happened to me. Let's, let me ask you, because as people are evaluating the higher cost and the toll of that higher cost of higher education, how valuable did you think your degree from Loyola Marymount University was in helping you launch your uh, professional performing So I can't speak for everyone, but for myself, it was important to me to have the structure, have the training, have the education. So I was really happy that I did that. And again, I went to preparatory school from age 14 to 18 and then 18 to 22 and I was very and I was in Chicago Academy for the Arts for a year as well I just thrive in learning and studying and you have to have that training in order to be professional at that level because on Broadway it's triple threat meaning you have to sing dance and act at a certain caliber that everyone else is at and then you have to rise above that to actually get the job so you I mean yes talent just to go back to what I was saying before, but a lot of training, a lot of determination, a lot of that building of character. And um, I find it incredibly valuable. So I, I'm, I'm pro study as much as you can. So in total, how long were you in New York City? 16 years. 16 years. They wow. say after 10, you're officially a New Yorker. So I definitely passed. If you've done that many winters. That's what people say about Santa Barbara too, but now I've been here 22 years and people are like, oh, but were you born at Cottage Hospital or St. Francis? <laughs> well, you're, 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 you, you, can, you can consider yourself a New Yorker when you sound like me. Okay, thank you. I'll try. I'll try a little New York accent. <laughs> they say leave New York before it makes you too hard and leave California before it makes you too soft, but I don't know. You get to a certain age, too, where the quality of life changes. And for me, I was done, like, scrambling, hustling, trying to get a cab in the middle of a, middle of a snowstorm to get to the theater. You know, I was tired. So, so, so did, did, did Chorus Line re resonate with you? That was the first show I saw as a little girl and said, I want to do that. I want to tell this story on stage. I want to live that life 100%. Interesting, because a lot of people would have watched that and said, boy, I don't want any part of this. I mean, I'm a hard worker and I knew what I wanted. So and is it is it you know, you're making you're making it sound really terrific. Is it too late for me to learn ballet? <laughs> never too late, Neil. It's never too late. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 KCSB and we'll be right back. When a bank is owned by the community and invests in the community, it answers to a different call. It's personal. It's driven by your needs, not ours. Welcome to American Riviera Bank, based right here in Santa Barbara with branches in Montecito and Goleta. Our customers know us for personal service every day, every way. You can bank on us. Bank on us. Bank on us! American Riviera Bank. Bank on better. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Time starts now. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Where can you find the answers to these questions? 
Car crashes are one of the leading killers of U.S. children. Many of those deaths could be prevented by making sure that kids are in the right seat for their age and size. Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. While the growing summer heat does call for more to drink, Americans have a powerful thirst all year long. As a result, Fizzy Soft Drink Manufacturing is a $35 billion a year business through all seasons. The popularity of bottled water in recent decades has led to environmental concerns. Nonetheless, the 296 water bottling establishments in the nation ship over $5.6 billion worth of product annually. Provile America is a public service of the U.S. Census Bureau. To Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. So if you're just joining us, we have the pleasure of having Christy Candler, owner and founder of Soundbody in, in Santa Barbara with us. We we're talking about her um, her path to um, all of her experience of being on Broadway. So, Christy, before the break, you were saying you were in New York um, working in the business on Broadway for 16 years, and then you had a back injury, and you kind of were getting tired of the whole city scene. So are those really the reasons why you left the city? It's also a New York winter that sort of did me in, cold <laughs> February with a tear slowly going down the cheek. And, uh, no, but it, was, it, it wasn't going down. It was freezing there. <laughs> right, it froze right there, and I said, okay, that's the sign. I'm done. Okay, thank you. What brought you back out of all the places you've been? You worked on cruise ships. You've traveled extensively. What brought you you back to Santa Barbara? Well, I grew up here, so this always felt like home. And my mom is here, and it's just the most magical, sweet feeling of home. And I think we're all looking for a sense of home and belonging to some extent and to come home to such a beautiful place. And it's an incredible opportunity for healing. So my back had bulging discs and spurs and all that fun stuff and I couldn't move and they wanted to do surgery and I said no I'm going to find an alternative to healing and so with that started my healing journey on top of uh, teaching yoga I knew about other ways and modalities beyond surgery to heal so Santa Barbara was the place to do that and it's incredibly healing just the nature alone and then incredible doctors here and community and my mom's here so that's nice so so tell us more about your business of sound body and how did you come up with the idea um was it due to your own physical um issues that you were trying to heal and you thought you should share it or were there some other reasons yeah Yeah, great question so i feel that we share from our own unique experiences and so that is really the catalyst for of sound body i've been teaching yoga i've been teaching for over 20 years Yoga is a great modality. I love teaching and it's very specific and limited to people who can put their foot behind their head, right? Or go to yoga class and do all these crazy poses. And I was looking for a way to heal my spine. So beyond surgery, I happened to find this acupuncturist in Malibu who used sound while he had the needles in and I used sound and realized, oh my God. And I did all this research suddenly about the healing qualities of sound and how they can help the body. 
that started me on the journey. Um, and I came up to Santa Barbara, taught yoga, and then incorporated, started incorporating sound into it. I'm also a singer, so it makes sense. And then started geeking out on all this research about how sound can be healing and soothing to the nervous system. You know, kids, if they're really upset, they start humming or, you know, singing in the shower changes your nervous system, tones your vagal There's all these cool things you can study about it. You can go to my website of Soundbody and read more about the science of sound, but it's actually a really healing component to one's journey of health. And so I healed my spine through yoga, acupuncturist, acupuncture, sound, these kinds of practices, and wanted to share that with people, find other ways. Surgery is great if you need it, right? But there are other ways to do it. So I came up with my business of Sound Body, which uses stretching, movement, yoga, meditation, sound, relaxation, all the great things to help you feel better. Do you, do you teach classes or uh, is it individual sessions? Great question, Neil. I do both. I taught at uh, Yoga Soup for a while, Santa Barbara Yoga Center, Core uh, Fitness. I taught a bunch of places. I love teaching groups, but I also feel like then the individual misses out. So right now I teach, especially from COVID and the pandemic, I scaled back to teach and work with private individuals. So I see private clients in Montecito go to their homes or outside. I teach at San Ysidro Ranch group classes, and I work with luxury hotels for group experiences. So both to answer your question. I'm just going to give you long answers to your short questions. Is that a good idea? <laughs> so given that your, your um, website really encompasses movement, sound, and space, teachings. Tell us, you, you mentioned both sound and movement, but tell us a little bit more about the space teaching. Well, that's uh, another piece of it. I really believe if you have a clear, beautiful space in your home, it's also a component of healing. You're in a better place to then feel better, relaxed and calm. We're all stressed out, right? So I just stumbled into this. Well, I've been certified in feng shui and space clearing and interior alignment. And then last, during the pandemic, I got in touch with my real estate agent and we just started working together and I started staging homes and fixing the energy and clearing that and using sound and gongs and singing bowls to help clear the space. You know, a lot of stuff goes down in a home. People die, people get divorced, things happen and, you know, you need to sell your home. So this is a great, great uh, modality as well for creating healing space. So is that like along the lines of, you know, like when something bad happens, people take out the sage and start saging, saging. Yeah, just like you did, like a waving around of a sage and you're not really understanding the, the, the intention behind it and the, the transformation of moving energy behind it. So I've studied with masters and I'm in a lineage and I definitely have a respect for where that comes from. I wouldn't just like break out a sage stick and just start waving it around, not understanding what it's doing, right? And I think a lot of people don't know. And so with all due respect, I have studied a long time. Again, to go back to your question about whether or not it's worthwhile to study, yes to understand where something comes from and then use it respectfully. But to, yes, to answer your question, moving through a space, using certain tools to clear the space of negative energy or something that's gone down in that space and creating a new energy that you can actually feel, right? You walked into a room, you feel like you've cut the tension with a knife, you know something's bad has gone down in there or there's been uh, an argument, right? So. That energy is palpable. We can feel it. And sound really moves energy. It's a great, great 
healing tool for that. So I, I've had uh, a, a number of yoga teachers uh, come to my house and each one of them, it's different. It, 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 um, they, no, 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 you can't do that. That that's not right. And they have, you know, a whole other set of things. You know, it's like I once I right here because I'm I'm imagining you doing yoga, and that's just bringing a smile to my face. Well, <laughs> I can't do. See, that's the issue. I, I I never could do it. So I I tried. My wife has been doing it for thirty years. So I had private inst- I, private instruction, and every time I finally get it you know, something happens, you know, they, they don't want, they don't want to get a COVID injection. So I have another teacher come and then, oh no, you can't do that. You, you've got to do this. So how, how do you know what best, pra- if you're a client, how do you know what best practices are when everyone has got a different uh, view? So this goes back to what I was saying, that it really depends on the individual. That's why teaching a group class, you kind of have to teach to the room and kind of hope for the best, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're working with an individual, It's about really touching into what they need. So I would work with you, Neil, on what it is that your body is asking for, what injuries, what you're focused on, anti-aging maybe, strengthening. Excuse me, what did you just say? (laughs) I'm actually for (laughs) aging. I'm not anti-aging, but I'm, I'm curious to see how we can all age better, more consciously, more gracefully. And I work with clients who might be a little bit older and they're interested in staying vital, healthy, strong. And so, Christy, would it be true that maybe perhaps one month Neil needed something from a yoga teacher and then the next month they would say, oh, don't do it that way because he needs something else? Um, I don't, I can't ever see a yoga teacher being like, don't do it like that. What do you mean, Neil? Like, do you mean that the teacher would say, you? That's no, it was it was just like the, the the whole routine was different. It was like no, no, this is this is really better for you. You know, let me watch you for a, an hour, and then I'll tell you what we need to do. And um, you know, when you are not familiar with uh, those types of exercises, you would think that is pretty standard. You know, I, I've been a runner for fifty years, and it's pretty clear how to run. Uh, and uh, you know, people who teach it are very much in line and consistent. But with with bodies and with yoga, it seems like there's for every teacher, there's a whole different point of view. There are there are different points of view. There are different lineages or different styles. There's different ways to do it. Uh, coming from a dancer background, I feel really fortunate to have all that dance training and the somatic awareness plus anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, alignment. So I'm really interested in that for injury prevention. And speaking to you as a runner and an athlete, I would talk about that for stretching purposes. But yeah, everyone's got their own way to go about it. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9, and we'll be right back. It's a fact. Successful wealth management is built on strategies that focus on the big picture, take a long-term view, and establish deep and valued relationships. Hello, I'm Diane Duva, founding partner at Arlington Financial Advisors, Santa Barbara's trusted family guide, empowering you to make more informed and confident decisions. At Arlington Financial Advisors, we bring order and balance to your financial life by monitoring and managing risk so you can focus on your work, family, and enjoying the moment. We are a fully independent firm offering strategic financial planning, estate and tax planning, and private money management. 
Our plants and portfolios are handcrafted using a rigorous and disciplined approach, supported by a consistent yet highly personalized client experience. Our clients look to Arlington Financial Advisors as a home away from home, a comfortable place to protect what they've accomplished while they prepare for what comes next. Please visit ArlingtonFinancialAdvisors.com or call me, Diane Duva, at 805-699-7300. Hi, I'm Kelly Clarkson, and I've toured the country dozens of times, and there's one thing every state has in common, childhood hunger. The sad truth is that 17 million kids don't know where their next meal is coming from or if it's even coming at all. Yet there are billions of pounds of surplus food around the country at farms and warehouses that could help end this injustice. But all that food is useless if it doesn't get where it needs to go. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids before it goes to waste. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how at feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by American Riviera Bank, making your life easier with cutting-edge technology, mobile deposits, free use of every ATM machine in the country, and a level of service other banks can only dream about. So you just missed a really great session of Neil and Christy talking about the value of stretching, and Neil saying there is no need for stretching. So I'm, I'm just still laughing on the inside about that. Well, I only speak from experience as a dancer who's had multiple injuries and I didn't warm up before a show. I didn't warm down after a show. And guess what? It bites you in the ass at some point. You definitely get invoiced sooner rather than later and the body will talk. The body always communicates and will let you know. And if you don't listen, it speaks louder and louder and louder till you finally have to pay attention. That's what happens to all of us, right? And we're not, we don't take our health seriously and respectfully the body will let you know. So tell us a little bit more about the science of sound and how you are incorporating that into your business. Is that, is that a standalone service or is it something that you would do within the yoga um, teachings? So I give sound baths for groups, for corporate events, and I definitely talk about the healing power of sound and the science of sound. You can also go to my website of Sound Body. There's a whole section on the science of sound. There's lots of articles, lots of studies, lots of science and proof showing that. And if you want to geek out on that, you totally can. It's a lot for people. But that's what really interests me about how the brain is affected through sound. So you can get into an entrainment in the brain where you balance the right and the left hemispheres of the brain through sound. So I use crystal singing bowls. I tone them. I facilitate a sound I'm showing you right now with like a bowl that I use right around your head around your ears. It, so it almost looks like a really large wine glass. It does. It looks like a really large wine glass. And it's similar to like if you, this is like the most base version, but if you went like this with your finger around a wine glass oh. and created a tone, these tone, these bowls have gemstones in them and they incorporate different 
tones and change your brain waves so that you feel more relaxed the way you would in a meditation where you're alert but you're calm most of us are in this fight or flight nervous system response you might have heard of it called the sympathetic nervous system we want to be in the parasympathetic nervous system where there's a rest and digest where we're not on the defense all the time like you're not driving in traffic in the on the 405 you're relaxed and calm and open that's a space where you can be creative you can be productive you can be successful you can make lots of money you can be happy and you can be calm and stress-free and that's what we all want right we want to have that peace of mind and the peace in the body so sound is a great way to do that it changes parts of the brain lights up certain parts of the brain and as we age no offense neil but we get older and the brain can atrophy so i'm really interested in this uh and how we can stay vital so do you, what do you think of mild, mindfulness and meditation? Well, the word mindful is interesting, right? Because we don't want to be stuck in the mind. We want to get into our bodies and into our hearts and have a somatic body experience. But uh, meditation, sound is the best and easiest way to get into a meditative state, especially for overthinkers like us, right? Who think all the time and the mind's constantly going and chatter, chatter, chatter. Sound can drop you into that space where you feel relaxed and calm. Meditation. There's multiple studies now. You can even also look on my website of Soundbody and see about the benefits of meditation. Calms the nervous system, helps lower blood pressure, helps you live longer, helps you get more done. You're a nicer person. I mean, there's just so many benefits and science is finally catching up to why we need to meditate. Unfortunately, people still don't know how to do it or they sit there and they just think, 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 think the whole time, right? So sound is an incredible way to bypass cognition. It helps with things like insomnia, anxiety, eating disorders, constant looping and obsessive thinking. These kinds of things where our brain just can't shut off because we're thinking, thinking, thinking and getting obsessive. Sound is an incredible way to bypass cognition, shift energy and balance the brain. So I've got to imagine the shift in energy from New York City to Santa Barbara was a big shift. I know myself just last week, I went to a financial planning conference where I picked up COVID. And the energy in San Francisco is definitely that, you know, energy that you can feel. And then you come back to Santa Barbara and it definitely feels like a calming effect. Is, is that similar to what, what you're talking about in the science of sound? It is. I mean, sound gives you, it's like a bath, like an immersive bath of sonic peace. So it's like a, these tones create this relaxed quality, similar to like what you're saying of being back in Santa Barbara, where you can actually take a deep breath, exhale, feel safe, feel relaxed, feel calm. I mean, I definitely had my fill in New York City being there for 16 years, feeling like my nervous system was just fried and frayed. And the last show I did, I actually had to wear earplugs. I had a microphone in my head under my wig and the band was like blasting rock music on stage. So you can imagine just the sound of that, right? And how that's affecting my body, my nervous system, my stress levels. I would come home and get to my apartment after the show and I have to put on the sound of bird singing just to calm down a little. So finally I moved to Santa Barbara and I get the live version. <laughs> Absolutely. And so do you think within that sound realm, is that what, classical music does for yes. 
That's a great example. And I was going to actually mention that. So there's studies now and science has shown kids focus more and are more productive with classical music playing in the background. They have, uh, you go to Spotify, it says, you know, music, classical music for studying, and you can actually learn better and get more done with music. Dr. Jeffrey Thompson is also a music doctor, and he has done all these studies about how the brain can retain information with certain music playing and how we can just completely shift our nervous system into that relaxed state. That's, that's really fascinating. And so, so, so do you think, do you, do you think the fact that when I run, I only listen to doo-wop music could have some effect on my mental health? Yes, I do. Does it make you happy, Neil? Well, the, the reason I continue to listen to it is that uh, I listen to this station on Sirius that has doo-wop. And I think if I stop listening, they'll shut the station down because I think I'm the last listener. Oh, well, <laughs> if it makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, say, do I, do I. <laughs> It'd be interesting, Neil, to see if you ran faster different to different music. They have these beats per minute. If you go on Spotify again or just Google beats per minute music, it will increase your speed and your running capability. So try it. Okay. <laughs> Neil's like, Neil doesn't know what to say because speed is an issue for him these days. Okay. I used to be I used to be a contender. I used to be fast. Now everyone passes me. It's really depressing. Okay, maybe some of that speed is not the, is not the <laughs> goal, but you know what I'm saying. You can get more running and more yeah. more of your great run in if you change up the music. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. So Christy, let's let's change the gears for a moment and talk a little bit more about your business of Sound Body. So what do you envision this being? What are your goals with the business? You seem to be a very goal-oriented person and you move forward to achieve your goals. And so, you know, given that you've put together these modalities of mo movement, sound, and space, what do you see as kind of that next step or, or, or what do you hope to accomplish with your business? That's a great question. I really want to get the science of sound and uh, what this can do for people out there in a large scale, more public speaking, more information, making it more accessible to people, because it does sound a little woo woo, like, woo, I don't know what a sound bath is, and I'm not sure. And, you know, but it's actually a really great way. You just relax and lie back and enjoy sound. I'd love to get that out in a bigger way um, and get it to more people so they can understand. You're, li you're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9, and we'll be right back with our final segment. For prospective homebuyers, one of the most important steps of the loan process is getting clear and honest information from someone who will speak plainly and truthfully about loan programs and options. I'm Kelly Marsh, Vice President, California, of Cornerstone Home Lending, where our highly skilled and experienced team takes great pride in helping clients obtain home financing with honest, knowledgeable, fast, friendly, and efficient service. As a Santa Barbara native who has spent the past 20 years in the mortgage industry and has closed over 4,000 loans, I'd appreciate the opportunity to earn your business and invite 
invite you to visit the kellymarshteam.com or call my office at 805-563-1100 to learn more about how Cornerstone Home Lending can help you determine the best way to manage mortgage debt to achieve a more stable financial future. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. California Residential Mortgage Lending Act license number 41DB072220. California Financial Lending Law license number 60DB072528. Loan originator NMLS number 245822. Not a commitment to loan. Equal housing opportunity. When a bank is owned by the community and invests in the community, it answers to a different call. It's personal. It's driven by your needs, not ours. Welcome to American Riviera Bank, based right here in Santa Barbara with branches in Montecito and Goleta. Our customers know us for personal service every day, every way. You can bank on us. Bank on us. Bank on us! American Riviera Bank. Bank on better. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial guidance. So, Christy, let me let let you finish that last question before the break about what's next for Of Sound Body and and what that looks like. And you know, do you do Zoom classes? Do you do individual classes? How do people book you? All of those questions easily go to my website of sound body and you can book me there. I come to your home. We can go outside. I'm uh, very COVID safe and uh, respect all protocols and wear a mask if you like, and have been doing that. I taught on zoom for a while. I find that teaching on zoom is more of a disconnect than a connect. So I mostly like to stay in person, but I'm happy to meet outside working with private individuals, clients in their homes, work with certain hotels in Santa Barbara for group sessions, weddings, bridal parties, events, birthdays, that kind of thing. I mean, it is all the rage. Sound baths are now this incredible opportunity to do as a group experience where you don't have to have any skill. You just lie down. So I do all the work and actually the sound does all the heavy lifting and all the work and you relax. So you find me at Of Sound Body. Just go to my website and book me there. So let's talk about that. So corporate corporations are booking you for retreats. Is it just like a way for everybody to relax and take it down a notch? Yep. Basically that because we're all stressed out and or maybe morale, you know, or boosting the work environment. I talk about creativity and being more productive and how sound can help with that. Mostly. And relax. so how long is the session like that? One hour. Oh, all right. So it's a full hour where you get to lie and meditate and let you, let you do all the heavy lifting. I love it. Yeah. By the way, you have a you have a really beautiful website, but I will say that there is one picture of you that is going to scare a lot of people away. It's under movement and you're in a position that's physically impossible. <laughs> you're standing on a rock with one leg 
crossed above uh, the other leg in, in a sitting position. I don't believe, I think that's Photoshopped. I don't believe anyone could be in that position. Thanks, Neil. It actually was not Photoshopped at all. And that's our shop <laughs> of my dear friend, Alice Quo, who's an incredible photographer. And that's a balancing yoga pose. And you know, as we age, we tend to lose our balance more and it actually affects our brain. And so we wanna be able to keep practicing balancing on one leg and recovering quickly. So how long would it take me to do that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so it really Fuck sounds me, like- Neil. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Awesomebody.com. <laughs> Click book now and we'll work on it. <laughs> it really sounds like though your your new goal is to really help seniors age with grace yeah. and really make it into something that um, people are able to keep their mobility for as long as possible. And yeah. so with all your work, just but real quick, are is your back healed? Are you my back is fully healed, yes, yes. And that also, injury prevention is really something that I'm fascinated and passionate about. So healing of all modalities, but definitely also aging well. Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah. so now I know you said you prefer to do individual sessions, but would you also do like a yoga session for a corporate retreat, something along those lines? I do. Yes. People book me for um, corporate groups. 12 people, 15 people, that kind of thing. And that's really fun to make it fun. We can laugh, we can play, I tell jokes, that kind of play great music and then sound healing at the end. And I tailor it to what your corporate group needs as well. I would like to go to that, Diane, looking at some of your partners. I actually would like to be a witness to that. Uh, uh, Christy Candler, of owner and founder of, of Sound Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for what you do. It sounds like it's something that we all should take advantage of. Um, and uh, your website certainly is something that I think people should look at of Sound Body. So thanks again. Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Money Talk, and we'll see you all next week. Uh -huh.